0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Fair the Ink Well, another pitch meeting.
1: Um, I'm anxious to hear it. Yeah, this so is going to be good.
0: We, I've kind of put forth the idea uh, when we were talking in private, but so I was watching, I was actually watching Cinema Sins on YouTube.
1: Sins. I'm going to have to check that out. I don't think I've it's, seen it's it. It's
0: hilarious. Okay. Um, about well, the most recent Harry Potter, like the, the Fantastic Beasts, It's like the secrets of Dumbledore or something like that. And they like, I've never seen the movie, but the cinema, like watching the clips that they play, that they're, you know, they're calling them out on fallacies in the movies and stuff like that. Um, But it just made me think of the whole problem with the Harry Potter universe. And I think this is actually one of the bigger problems is that the, the magical power has not been defined well. But it opens the door for more people to behave like Voldemort, and more people to have access to the type of things that he was capable of. And so, I'm imagining a world like Harry Potter, where the some part of it is is insulated against from this magical world, and uh, then you have the chosen one or the special one, or just or even just some random you know, child brought into this realm where magic is powerful and accessible to most people. Mm -hmm. And so given the lay person, if you give them enough power, they kind of go power mad. Mm -hmm. And so if that was the norm, that this universe of magical people was basically all power mad, what would it be to be a child brought up in that And trying to learn, you would have to learn survival techniques. You would have to go to combat school before you learned how to count your spells or whatever, you know, whatever you, however they teach you to do that. They would give you the gun first and say, we're prepping you to survive, not to go to like the library and sneak around and look in prohibited books. (laughs) <laughs> and so the the story could be the you know that the child or the the young person is brought into that world and then the people that brought him there are really having to protect that person from the dangerous nature of the world it, like the other kind of inspirations for this were uh elden ring and um game of thrones where like it's probably more true to life rather than true to a fantasy story Mm. so the likelihood of your chosen hero being brought into this world and just being killed immediately or exploited in some way sold off to some other person because of the power that's available and it's available to most people like Mm -hmm. the the chances of that are very high and so what would it be like to have to like maybe if you're the the group of people that's trying to bring somebody in to save the world. Like maybe you've tried this six or seven times previously (laughs) and you have like, you know, so the, by the time this Harry Potter character gets there, you've gone through 20 iterations of Harry Potter (laughs) and they have all died in
1: horrible ways. Oh my God. Can you imagine if your organization was responsible for losing 20 different chosen ones? Right.
0: And (laughs) then at that, that point, like how, when is it acceptable when is it an acceptable loss of life mm-hmm. versus when has it been too much?
1: Oh man, yeah, that is pretty.
0: And you know, and then the other the other side of it, like the enemies, like the bad people, bad people in quotes, um, that that would like their goal would be to drop this magical barrier that separates them from the regular world and to just ravage the world, and that's why the people that are trying to do good in that world are are trying so hard because they know that if they fail and this barrier goes down, that the entire, like millions of people will just be destroyed and tortured and like Mm. all of this badness. And it's just like, you know, I wonder about like the realism, how much realism do we need displayed in our media?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Versus how much fantasy and how much hope do you want to display Like, and I also think that if you have this really horrendous place, this really terrible, like, and very difficult world, the payoff for the hope of the child and the, and the, like, overcoming the obstacles is so much greater than just the, you know, King Arthur pulling the sword from the stone. You already knew that at the beginning of the story. And so when King Arthur gets to the stone, yeah, like, he's going to pull the sword out. Mm-hmm. and that's a tale we've heard over and over so like or the the hero character gets to where they're going and they vanquish the villain like what did, how many times has that not happened
1: oh yeah i know right kind of like honestly that was kind of like the big twist at the end of star wars uh, return of the jedi when luke doesn't kill darth vader because he right. brings darth vader back from the dark side to the good side and nobody
0: he he attempts to
1: that's kind of the original you know like that was like an original take on it but I get exactly what you're saying like the trope of of yeah
0: well because in Elden Ring I get to a boss and before I kind of exploited my way up to more power I would just throw myself at one enemy over and over and over and it's like well what if this wasn't the same character what if this was many, many different people <laughs> going ag- up, up yeah. against this threat and just dying and dying and dying. And like, you know, and even Elden Ring doesn't portray like they really do portray decay and a, and a dying world very well. But they they don't portray the horrendous nature of humanity when it would be if you were faced with a, available power for the majority of the population. Mm hmm. Because it, we would be so selfish and so <laughs> bad, like.
1: Yep. I I know I can completely see that. I mean, if you look, just look at today's current political situation in the United States, and you can absolutely say everybody would be selfish and just out for themselves, right? You know,
0: and it could also be a very polarizing thing because on the other side of the spectrum is you would have those people that would take that great power and try to do great good with it Mm -hmm. and be like, you know, I'm going to oppose these other people that are being that are destroying the world Mm -hmm. as much as I can. And so you would have a really like it would be like throwing nukes at each other and there would be casualties, so much casualty and so much Mm -hmm. destruction on both sides well, okay,
1: so I don't want to go off on a tangent, either, but <laughs> but you, what you just said kind of made me think of something, so I'm going to go ahead and bring it up, uh, and that is what if all of this did already happen, and it was in the Marha- Maharabhata from India. Uh, there, you know, like I, I'm not, I know I'm not saying that word right. So, if anybody wants to correct me, please do so. But you know, like there's I've these Indian texts that talk about like. Uh, The one that that you know, like UFO ufologists and sub zero in on, or their flying machines that they call vimana, yeah. And about how like the hero of one story was fighting the bad guy of one story, and and he threw an arrow that was powered by all the energy of the universe, and it you know and it hit the other vimana, and it you know caused it to crash into the ground and that kind of stuff. So anyway, it's like uh, I mean, you could actually point to like maybe historic. Things or, or or these long like sagas that exist in, in actual human history from various cultures and say well, maybe those are elements of this thing that are have been going on for a long time and it's been growing to this point that is near presented in your story. But it's a uh, Oh man, but the idea of having you know, like, okay. When we were kids, they talked about having street smarts and don't get into vans with (laughs) guys who are offering free candy, right? Right. And at the same time, we had that and we had after school specials about this is why you shouldn't hitchhike. And
0: And this is why you shouldn't smoke certain types of.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, we had all these warnings growing up in in popular culture. And what if you had to translate that into a magical situation? Right. So you're like, no, don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, like you know, don't get, don't, don't get on a, on a strange broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just,
0: oh you know? man. Right.
1: So like you had to translate. Like all don't
0: the, walk a, like don't go out into the streets by yourself without an adult, like in this certain neighborhood.
1: I think there's a good, there's a, that's actually a really good point. There is a, there's a good opportunity there to translate normal human nature and and us just having to have general protection or you don't trust everybody you meet you don't right. trust 80 percent of the people that you right. meet and so if you you already if you have that and you include magic along with it where you've got things like you know glamour spells that make you look like a person a different person right. or you know uh it, I mean, with magic, you can do just about anything, you know. Right. Um, Yeah.
0: And it it depends upon the magical system. And I think in this type of story, you would absolutely have to define it very well. mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, it would fall apart. Like, you know, Harry Potter Potter gets away with it because it's a good tale about growing up and and Mm -hmm. going to school and, and being normal among people that you don't feel normal among. So... Like, that's why it gets away with all the, oh, this, we had this magic in the beginning, but we didn't mention it because of whatever restriction was in place, you well,
1: know. And you know what, it's, a, it's that is actually a very good point where you talk about identifying the laws of the magical system that you are creating. Uh, because if you, like most people kind of gloss over the fact that Harry Potter, a lot of that action in the first two books or three books was essentially... You know, like a high school science teacher teaching right. like chemistry to somebody, and it, it's not like high level chemistry that you're gonna get in grad school. So, what's the high level magic we right. didn't see in Harry Potter? You know, so like, you know, they trained a bunch of high schoolers to be an army. And then they had a big battle, and then it ended. Uh, right. But we never really saw like what does college look like? <laughs> you know, what is a what, what, how did Professor Dumbledore become professor? <laughs> you right. know, where's his That's magic degree? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: um, it also makes me think of the Star Wars saga again, where um, they they show force powers in mm-hmm. the first three movies that were released, and they're they're really not impressive. They're like. Luke does a a push and pushes somebody off or Mm -hmm. he like pulls his lightsaber from. And for the time that was impressive. And then modern audiences wanted more. And so they started throwing stuff in there. Like uh, Yoda lifts the the X-Wing out of the swamp. Mm -hmm. And then it just, from there, it just gets crazier and crazier. And like, I mean, I've seen in one of the video games, there's that scene where the guy, um, uses the force to crash a star destroyer into a planet. And it's just like, it's a really impressive looking scene, but it's so like, but it runs into the same problem is what is the limitation on the force? Mm -hmm. Like, because at some point your audience is just going to be like, God, no, it's just, it's too much. I don't Mm -hmm. believe it anymore. It's it's no longer fun to read about because they can just do anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you can crash an entire spaceship, okay you know like right. why didn't you why why weren't people doing that already right <laughs> like, right so yeah that's like so, you just didn't practice so, so i think I for the
0: for the dark harry potter the dark whatever it is you would absolutely have to define the system because then it would allow the protagonist just an escape from it oh yeah so if there were rules you could break the rules and you know like or you can you can circumnavigate them you can get around it like but if the magic is like Harry Potter, where it can kind of just do anything, then your main characters host every time.
1: Yeah. And because, you know, like human nature, like how many how much entertainment do we have out there that is about the bad side of human nature? For instance, the TV show Breaking Bad, you know, it takes right. a relatively good guy who's got a few personality quirks in the very you know first season and makes him like truly an evil villain, super villain, you could say, by the by the. <laughs> By the last season, I will I will go to the mat and say that Walter White was a super villain, top notch. You know, <laughs> he had an evil plan, an evil empire, and he was he was ready. But anyway, um, but if you take like a, a magical Breaking Bad, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like you're right, like drop Harry Potter into that scenario. And the Harry Potter that we knew from the movies would be completely unprepared for that level of villainy. Right.
0: You know? Well, and and his teachers too, like oh, you, yeah. you know, in the in the Harry Potter universe, his teachers understood a certain level of of badness in the world that they were trying to insulate the children from, and you know, mm-hmm. mostly that came in the form of the of um, Voldemort, like, and they're just like, and his death magic, but they never really defined what that was other than death. Mm-hmm. Like, there, I mean, they had the the. Crucio curse that was just pain, but it's like those two concepts are so ill-defined that it's like, oh, I point, I I don't know. You can do that with science fiction. It's just like this ray will make you experience horrendous pain. it's like, that's not Mm well-defined getting cut or losing a limb is something, an experience that somebody might be able to extrapolate, but being pointed a, a ray gun at you or a wand or whatever, and being like, oh, this hurts. It's like,
1: Okay.
0: -hmm. Right. Yeah. No,
1: I got it. And that's human nature, right? Like, dude, like, I don't know. Like every time we were talking about road rage earlier in in a private (laughs) conversation, every time that you go out driving, like if you have that mental idea of, oh man, if I could just hurt that guy with my brain right right now and make him feel what I'm feeling because he cut me off, you know, like I guess what we're talking about is, especially in a magical world or what are the consequences of doing that, you know, right if I smash my car into somebody else's car, well, we've got consequences, you
0: know, right. immediate if I, con-
1: consequences. If I attack them with my magic. Right. Who's going to c- stop me? Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, like exactly. So, well,
0: and then too, I think dropping children into that scenario, like mm-hmm. it's, um, you're, you're introducing, like it's the innocence lost sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you're throwing, you're, you're throwing them to the wolves. They have to grow up very quickly. It actually kind of put me in mind of some, you know, some of the stuff that happened far in a world, far away (laughs) countries, far away that I'm very well insulated from probably, uh, where, you know, they, they have children that have guns that are soldiers and you can see the look on their face that Mm -hmm. they are no longer a child. Mm -hmm. Like, and then like, that's going to create some very interesting psychological problems later on. Like if Mm -hmm. this, you know, child grows up to be a warrior, but they've never had a childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do they start behaving childishly when they're finally safe?
1: That is very interesting. I That's a very interesting question to ponder. And and are there historic like examples where we could look to that for an idea of what
0: I'm, that would look I'm like? I'm sure there are, but I am not. I can't yeah. conjure any up. Anyway. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that'll do it for today's pitch. And okay. As always, if uh, if any of you out there have an idea uh, and want to actually take action on this, please write it down and then get in touch with us after you finished and let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to talk to you if you if you can if we can. So, all
1: right, and everybody have a great day. See you next time.